Hey everyone, how are you doing today? This is Jason Kokenzie, and if you've been following Building uh, Wealth Now podcast for a while, you know that things that have been going down the last week, <laughs> oh my goodness, what in the world, right? Well, hey, before we get into all that, go to itteachfreedom.com. If you're brand new, never have listened to this uh, website, I, or podcast, go to itteachfreedom.com. Uh, it is an awesome Facebook group to help people uh, learn about business, specifically online business, but any business, and to help you how to learn how to retire early through residual income online businesses. It's pretty legit, if I do say so myself, but uh, we help mentor people, and a lot of the people there are entrepreneurs, people who want to be in business, who are not yet, and then there's a lot of entrepreneurs, people who um, are already in business helping each other out, but... Uh, yeah, so iteachfreedom.com. Go to the Game Changers Facebook group, and uh, if you're a person who said, I'd love to be in an online business, but I don't know what to do, hey, go there. As soon as you click on the Join Me button, you will see a little section there that says, um, would you like to have a three uh, to four uh, residual income business idea video conference? And uh, say yes, and then I'll get to talk to you personally. And it's been fun getting to know people all across the United States and uh, even some internationally, which has been very cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, go check it out. Well, guys, I try to keep politics out of this podcast as much as possible. This podcast is on building wealth now, uh, a podcast that is there to help you become financially independent, to give you time flexibility. And unfortunately, we live in a world right now where financial literacy is very bad and the average person is going to end up broke, living paycheck to paycheck until they die and they will work until they die. And the, re the idea of retirement for most people is, is well, it's bad. 98% of people believe they will not be able to retire and that they will have to work until they die. Now, that doesn't sound fun to me, doesn't sound fun to you, I'm sure, either. And so, this podcast is not about politics. I want to be very, very clear. Now, today, I'm just going to be honest, it's going to sound like a very political podcast. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to make it political. I want... I want to be very clear. <clears throat> However, politics and economy often mix. And the reason why politics and economy often mix is because whoever is in the political headship here in the United States, that being the President of the United States, the Vice President of the United States, when a new president gets put into office, they obviously always have new ideals, and because of that, the change of economy always happens, always happens, and especially when it goes from one political affiliation, that being Democratic or Republic, to another political affiliation. Now, <coughs> excuse me. Today, I am not going, I, I'm not, <laughs> I am going to try my best 
to keep agenda or policies out of this. And I, I, I am not, I am, I am not going to, uh, I'm trying my best to not angle this at one way or another. I'm just going to give you the factual information of what we've been told and how it's going to affect you economically. That's, that's the whole premise of today. How, if President-elect Joe Biden actually does get elected as president, and you're saying, what do you mean actually gets elected? Well, because there's a lot of stir-up right now. Uh, and just because the media outlets have not confirmed him doesn't mean he is the president. There's lots of things going on here. And again, I'm trying to keep agenda out of there. Uh, and I don't care whether you lean Trump side or lean Biden side. Here's the thing. He's technically not confirmed as a president until he's confirmed as a president. But with that being said, if president-elect Joe Biden gets in the president of the United States position, economy is going to change. So the question is, is the economy going to change for the better? That's really the question of the hour. Is the economy going to change for the better? Now, I am not going to say, (laughs) excuse me, I'm not going to say yes or no. I'm going to give you the facts. I'm going to give you what, what Joe Biden has said what is actually at his website, if you go to his website and you look at the things I'm proposing, not proposing, the things he's proposing, I'm just going off of what he's proposing. Now, it comes down to the thing is this, what this podcast is about today is all what ifs. It's hypothetical situation because until he gets in office and actually starts making these changes, Who knows if this is what's going to happen? Because every president, every president, every president, I don't care, Democratic or Republican, make its promises before they ever get elected. And many, many, many of them, most of them, don't do, I don't know, 50% of what they say they're going to do. So, I'm going off of what he has said. Now, with that being said, I am going to take some liberty and going a little bit beyond what his website says on a couple different um, topics because there is notable evidence that from multiple different video sources from multiple different mainstream media he said things that are not necessarily listed on his website and if you want that evidence later go to iteachfreedom.com and go check it out. I will I will message me and I will send you all the links in order to help you better understand what actually is going on in the world um, for that. Okay, now, here's the thing. Again, these are hypothetical situations based upon what Joe Biden has on his website and also what Joe Biden has said on numerous occasions based upon many interviews, town hall meetings, yada, yada, yada. Okay? 
So again, I'm trying to keep agenda out of this. I, I just want to help you understand how can we prepare for the next four years? So <coughs> we're not going through all the policies of Joe Biden. What I want to help you today understand is how you dig the well before you're thirsty. That, that's, that's all I'm trying to help you with today. How do you dig the well before you're thirsty? That's the important thing because the economy is going to shift, economy is going to change, and you're going to need to know how to build yourself better economically. And, and I say this, guys, because this is an economic podcast. This is building wealth now. I will say this now, and I will say this again at the very end, if I don't forget. <laughs> and that is this. I don't care how much money you make. What I care about is how much money you keep. Doesn't matter how much money you make. It matters how much money you, you keep. I'm assuming this year alone, 2020, that probably the large majority of you have been impacted, infected by COVID-19 on a financial aspect of some sort. Maybe not. For me personally, it has not, has not affected me. Uh, but I also dug the well before I was thirsty. I want you to do the same. Okay? So if you are struggling right now financially, this is a podcast for you. If you are borderline struggling, you're saying, nah, it didn't really affect me a whole lot, but I could say, man, if this just keeps going on, it's going gonna, it's gonna to struggle. If I don't change something, it's going to make things worse. Okay, so if that is you, this is definitely a podcast for you. If you're a person that said, you know, I actually did well. Well, great. There's still things that you may be able to pull away from this podcast and, and help you out with all that kind of stuff. So why don't we dig in? That's probably one of the longest intros I've ever had on a podcast. <laughs> So I apologize. This is uh, I, I try to keep these under 20 minutes total, and I'm going to still try to keep my word at keeping these under 20 minutes total. I usually like to try to keep things around 12 to 15 minutes, but we'll see what we can do and have some fun <clears throat> with it today. So, <clears throat> again, here are the points that Joe Biden, president-elect, potential president, maybe, what he said, what he's done in order to make the economy better. Okay. Again, I'm not here to give a biased opinion. I'm just going off of what he said to help everybody. Let's start off with maybe a hard one. Guys, listen, if, if more money is given to the population through stimulus or whatever, <coughs> you have to understand something. That money is not free. That money is coming from somewhere. That money has to be taken from something and given to something else or someone else for this matter or taken from someone and given to someone. If you don't understand that, I'm telling you, you're going to be the person who is broke until you die. So let's start off with a banger. And honestly, the majority of these are just bangers. So there's no way to really be gentle. So the very first thing is that, he, that Joe Biden 
has presented that he wants to increase minimum wage. This is a lose, 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 lose situation for everybody. He says that he is going to increase the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Why is this a bad thing? Because that money, that increase in pay, has to come from somebody else's decrease in pay. Right? So an increase in pay to somebody focuses on a decrease in pay from somebody else. So where is that increase of minimum wage coming from? Well, it's coming from a decrease of either business owners or profit and probably both. In other words, if I have a product, let's say I sell bananas and I sell them for a dollar a bushel, whatever you want to call it, and I raise, the, the minimum wage is a mandatory raise of $15. Well, I, I as a business owner, I'm going to have to increase the prices somewhere. So where, where am I going to increase? It's going to be on those bananas, right? So now it's from a dollar to $2. So now you're paying $2 for bananas. Let's say you're paying $3 a gallon for milk. Well, it's probably going to go up to $4 or $5. So your groceries, as an example are going to be infected. Your groceries are going to be infected, affected, maybe infected too, who knows. The price of product, the price of manufacturing, the price of uh, all that kind of stuff is going to have to come from somewhere. And so ultimately, you may get a cr- increase in minimum wage but you're going to get an increase in taxes as well. And you're going to get an increase in inflation as well, because as soon as that increase in minimum wage happens, who do you think they're going to put that back on? The business owner is going to put that and peg that on the person who's buying the product, because they're not going to peg their own paycheck. They're going to peg the people who are buying their products. They have to. Otherwise, they're going to go out of business. Bottom line. So don't get all excited about minimum wage being increased. If you if you want to survive, it's good that the minimum wage is decreased. Listen, minimum wage is meant for people who are in high school. That's what minimum wage is intended for. It's not intended for adults. That are trying to pay you the bills, so to speak. But that money has to go somewhere. That money has to be paid out. So I'm going to tell you something. Whoever, if minimum wage gets increased, you're going to get penalized for it. The minimum wage owner is going to get penalized for it. And I'm not just talking food, guys. I'm talking virtually any other market on the face of this earth is going to get penalized because of an increase in that. get increased and that is corporate tax Biden's plans right now is to increase 
corporate taxes to 28%. That's right, 28%. Now, I'm a business owner, and I pay corporate taxes. Why is this a bad thing? Because if I have to pay more taxes, well, I have to make up the difference somewhere. So guess what that means? I'm going to have to elevate the price of my products. We've already talked about this. This just makes sense, y'all. This just makes sense. If I, as a corporate owner in business, get taxed more, then I have to raise my money somewhere. If I, and again, we'll just use the example. If, if I am selling a gallon of milk for $3, let's just do easy math for everybody. Okay. If I'm selling a gallon of milk for a dollar and I make 75 cents a gallon profit and all of a sudden 28% increase in, in, uh, that gallon of milk occurs. Well, then that's going to knock quite a substantial amount out of my profit, right? So I got to make up from somewhere because I've got to pay bills. I've got to pay employees. I've got to pay my own personal bills. I'm going to pay the corporate bills. I'm going to pay my own personal bills. So that, that money's going to have to go from somewhere. So you hear a phrase often, I've talked about this several times on this podcast, the rich keep getting richer and the poor middle class keep getting taxed more. Well, <laughs> the reason why is because the rich are the ones who control the economy because they're the ones producing all the product, the jobs, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you want to get out of the rat race where you don't have to deal with the inflation of marketing, of products, of all that kind of stuff that goes on, the hiring of employees, the paying of insurance, all that kind of stuff. Well, guess what? Then you go build a business yourself. That's what this whole podcast is about. That way you control your own economy. You create your own economy. So the increase of corporate tax is only going to be bad for the non-business owner. I'm just telling you. There are some business owners that are going to get pegged for it as well because they may not have a whole lot of high profit margin in their particular products and therefore they're going to get pegged as well and it's going to close the doors down. And the last thing you want to do is close the doors down of small business. Small business, I've said this for years, small business is what makes the economy run, not corporate America. The more corporate America is in the way, the worse it is. It's not a good thing. That's why made in America... For those of you who live in America, for those of you who live in whatever other country, it should be made in whatever country you're in. And influence your economy by purchasing locally. Period. That's why I'd recommend for those of you who are drop shipping and wholesale businesses, try to find local-ish companies. Don't find Chinese-made companies because you are not helping your local economy unless you happen to live in China. Oh, I could keep going on. I've got two. Gas prices are going to go up because of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's position on fracking. Listen, they've said it numerous, 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 numerous times. They are going to stop fracking. Now, at the very end of this whole presidential race, 
Joe Biden fumbled on his words multiple different times about this. In fact, he never actually clearly stated his position at the very end. Although there's numerous videos of both Kamala and Joe, numerous videos of them saying that they're going to ban fracking. Well, guys, you do you realize how much oil and gas industry affects everything from plastics and rubber and your car? That's right. So many things are affected by the gas, oil, and industry, not just your car. So, if you want gas prices to stay low, fracking has to be something. Now you're saying, okay, Jason, so so what are you saying in regards to climate change and, and all that kind of stuff or whatever, global warming, global cooling, and the words that they've changed multiple different times last 15 years? I'm not going down that. That's not my agenda today. I'm just talking purely on fracking, the oil and gas industry. I'm trying to keep complete agenda about this out of it. So if we're talking purely about fracking, understand something. The amount you fill up your car is going to go high. Very high. Very, very high. It would not surprise me if we see average of $4 a gallon gas across the board in the United States. And obviously, if you live in places like California, I could see it easily going up to $6 if a true stopping or banning of fracking actually occurs. So gas prices are going to go up. I could talk a long time about that. Will not. Let's move on. Healthcare. Back in President Obama's administration, he instituted something called Obamacare. And let me just tell you this, that did not help healthcare. In fact, healthcare rates went through the roof. Through the roof. They were actually astronomically high. And the problem with that is that the average American could not afford, and so the average American actually dropped healthcare altogether because they could not afford the Affordable Health Care Act of Obamacare. And Joe Biden has now said that he wants to reinstitute the Affordable Health Care Act, which obviously he helped design back in the day when he was the true vice president. And so therefore, your health care is going to go higher. This is not a good thing. So how much are you paying right now? Well, let me just say this, double it at least. I know multiple people, especially in their 60s and their 70s, that their prices went astronomically high. And and let's just be honest, I know people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s that went astronomically high, but definitely people in their 60s and 70s who are the people who need it the most. People who most likely have pre-existing conditions. And you're saying, wait a minute, didn't they say they're going to help everyone with pre-existing conditions? Sure, they're all going to be able to have health care, but it's going to cost them an arm and a leg. And where do you think that money's coming from? Everybody else in taxes. An increase in taxes means it is coming from somebody else. It is not free. I, I just today, just today, I had somebody from a different country say to me, but we get free health care, we get free college education, we get free this, and we get free this, and our tax rate is 55%. And I said, 
Apparently you don't understand what the word free means because free does not mean 55% tax rate. Free is free. 55% tax rate means you're paying for it. It's a package deal. You pay 55%. Sure, you can get free health care. Sure, you can get free college tuition, but it's not free. It's I paid for it. I just paid for it out of my paycheck in advance. I don't have any college students. That's okay. You're paying for everybody else's college students. I don't have any health care or health issues. That's okay. You're paying for everybody else's health issues. You know why? Because you're paying 55%. Guys, this is not agenda. It's just straight hard facts. For those of you who want a socialistic health care mentality, free college tuition, you are very misunderstanding. I was almost going to say the word ignorant, but I didn't quite say it misunderstanding of how economy runs. It is not free. It will not be free. For those of you who say, I want my college tuition to be forgiven. No, it will not be forgiven. You're still going to pay for it. It's just going to be through taxes. You're putting the liability on the rest of Americans. You're raising the tax rate on healthcare and college tuition, which is just a bunch of bogus. Now, I've already talked about college. That was actually another point, but I'll just throw it in the mixture of healthcare because healthcare and college tuition go hand in hand with socialism. Don't be a socialist. That is going to kill the economy. You are not going to like it. If you think the waiting lines at the at the hospital are long now, wait till we have a true socialized health care. If you think education right now is bad, just wait till we go to socialism. Because common core math and all that kind of stuff is just going to corrupt your mind and your kid's mind and your grandchildren's mind. And it's just going to make things worse. An increase in health care, an increase in college tuition is going to happen, even if that's free, quote-unquote free, somebody's paying for it. And it's going to be you through that. Let's talk about housing market. Biden has proposed investing $640 billion over the next decade for housing that's, quote-unquote, affordable and also accessible to those with disabilities and low-income housing. Now, guys, I listen. I want people. I want people with disabilities to be able to have a home. I want people with low income to have a home. I don't want people out in the streets. I don't want homeless people. I do not like that. I do not support that. However, you've got to understand something. If you want to have a hor- uh, 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 <laughs> affordable housing. You cannot, quote-unquote, invest $640 billion into the housing market. You know why? Because somebody's going to pay for it. And that somebody is you. Increased interest rates or and and or the housing market is just going to climb higher. You're saying what the housing market climbs higher. That's not going to make it affordable. Exactly my point. If interest rates go higher, guys, right now they are historical lows of two and a half percent at two and a half percent, guys. That's ridiculous. But I could easily see these rates go back to something that was like 30 years ago where they were at seven, eight, nine, ten percent. You know what you're going to be able to afford at seven, eight, nine, ten percent? Not a whole lot. Sure. Who's going to pay for it? You are. You are. 
Hondas are up for sale. Multiple, even big businesses are up for sale. This is a problem. So, I don't know what's going to go on with the whole COVID thing. I don't know what the vaccine is supposed to do or not supposed to do economically. But I do know the, the threat, so to speak, that Joe Biden has given in regards to the economy or in regards to locking things down is going to destroy America's economic climate. Now, you may have listened to all 30 minutes of this so far, which again, one of my longer podcasts, you may be enraged at me and that's fine. Whatever. I'm not here to tickle everybody's ears. What I'm here to do is give you the facts of what money is like and how it affects people. You may not like a thing I said, but the truth is the truth. As I said at the very beginning, and I will close this out. Don't forget to go to iteachfreedom.com to learn about how to create your own economy. So that if all these things that I just said do truly come to pass, you don't stress out about it. Because you've created your own economy. You've created your own reality. But again, as I said, it does not matter how much you make. We didn't even talk about the fact if you're of a high income bracket making over $400,000, how much you're going to get quote unquote tax more. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's not how much you make. It is how much you keep. And if you make $400,000 and you're getting socialized taxes at 50 to 55%, you're only coming in with 200,000. You're saying, oh, oh, I would like to live for 200,000. Yeah, but think about everyone else. Economically. If you're making $50,000 a year, technically the statistic is the average American makes $59,000 or less a year. So less than 60,000. Let's take 20,000 of that off the top. Okay, I'll be kind. 15,000. So you go from, let's just round it up to 60,000. All of a sudden, you're making $45,000 a year. Is that going to affect you? Is it going to make you hurt financially? The answer is yes. Yes, it is. I'm going to let you make come to your own conclusions about everything else I said. All I want you to do today is the next four years, are you preparing yourself for the economic climate that is being proposed as of right now, November 10th, 2020, by a president-elect Joe Biden? Dig the well before you're thirsty. Hey, this is Jason Kokenzie. Go to iteachfreedom.com. I would love to meet you and uh, appreciate all of you jumping on here today. Hope you have a great day.